Yeah. What do you want to start the podcast with, Aubrey? Gotta start it off with a song. This is what you want? Welcome to a very special edition of the How to Be Unpopular podcast. Uh, this is this is your friend and ally, Todd, and I'm sitting here with what's your name? Can you tell them your name? <laughs> Her name is Aubrey. She is my six-month-old daughter. She's been on the earth for six months, half of a year. That means that I am. 60 times older than you. I'm 60 times older than you, Aubrey. That's a lot, a, a lot older, isn't it? Aubrey doesn't talk much. She hasn't learned how yet. Uh, what she's, what does Aubrey do? She, she sleeps a lot, and she eats. You eat some formula out of a bot bot, right? Yeah, you eat, you play with your toys, right? What else do you do? She likes to dancer size. She's really into dancer sizing. Like she'll just lie on her back and just kick, kick, kick. Went crazy, she's got abs of steel. She's wearing a shirt that says sweet as can be. Yeah, a pink shirt. She really likes pink. It's her favorite color. And she, she's, she just got her, her teeths, her teeths stick out about a centimeter out of her gums. But that has caused her some great discomfort. It's crazy that we all are born into this world, and then the first thing that we get to deal with is teeth busting out of our gums. And, and none of us can remember how painful it was, because you don't remember what happens when you're a baby. Aubrey, you gotta be good. She just had a nap, and I just fed her, so hopefully she'll be well behaved. Um, I just wiped some poo off of her bum, didn't I? Yeah, it's the first time I've wiped poo off of the bum of a podcast guest. Yeah, first time. Yeah, first time wiping poo off a, off a guest. Let's see your diaper. Is your diaper wet? Oh, see, I thought I had covered all my bases. I gave you, an, you, you napped, I fed you. I knew I forgot something. I wanted it, I wanted this to be or, more organized and you had to go pee your pants. Well, that's okay. We'll just pause it and then, and we're back. Aubrey's high and dry, ready to rock and roll. Um, so I've introduced Aubrey. Now, unfortunately, Aubrey, we can't talk about you the whole time. No, this is a rollerblading podcast. We have to talk about blading. Well, we can talk about whatever we want, but we're definitely not talking about you the whole time. Because you're not that exciting. 
You can't even walk. So let's talk about rollerblading. Well, Daddy will tell you about rollerblading, okay? The most important thing in rollerblading is pants. You gotta have good pants when you're blading. Because you're you gotta you gotta look like a badass and you gotta be able to move like they can't they have to stretch they have to be light you can't have like heavy pants on you're just weighing yourself down they have to be light you listening and you have to be able to move your legs well in them so they can't be like a lot of jeans that men wear restrict their movement so you can't just wear any jean I really like black pants and I really like black skates. Aubrey. I really like black pants and I really like black skates because there's a reason. Because I like when it looks like the blades are a part of the person. Not like when a person looks like a person with rollerblades on. I like when like the, the boots actually look like extensions of the person's leg. So like if it's like a black pant into a black, like a blacked out skate, you can't see any like definition or like you can't, you can't really see the point where the, where the jeans meet the blades and it just looks like one thing. I think that looks so sick. Because ultimately we're aliens. We move our bodies like aliens. Like daddy puts wheels under his feet and he becomes a superhero. Like, blades make you, you basically learn a whole new language of movement when you're blading. And it is so much fun, baby. Uh, it's fun! Yeah, it's super fun! Before the podcast, Aubrey and I were watching Imagine Blade Shun, weren't we? That's a really good video. Mad respect to Dustin Werbeski. Werbeski. Dustin Werbeski. Mad respect to him. He edited it. He, he filmed it. And it is... Honestly, I think it's the most diverse uh, street rollerblading video ever made. Like, there's so many different styles um, represented in that video. Um, there's, like... There's huge rails done by Sean Knight. He, and, uh, he like, grinds... He grinds the, the post of a soccer net on a field in the winter. That's crazy. And yeah, he did like big rails. He did the first ever uh, grind to like cork spin on the top of a rail back to grind. I've never seen that on, a, on like a real street rail. I don't know if I've ever seen it period, but that was pretty cool. And then there's, there's, there's stuff that I did that's like heel spins and hand plants and goofy shit and then there's like shit that Leon does where it's like big hand plants to gaps and it has a Matt Ledoux section it has and it's it's rad that they're all Canadian like as a Canadian viewer it's so nice to see your friends skating it's so much it's way more exciting when you know the person um, it's like you can you can feel their movements a little bit more because you kind of know where they're coming from a little bit. You know the sound of their voice, you know where they live, you know kind of what they do in their life and, and then you see the blade movement and it's even more exciting because it puts it in a, a context of a person's life. Like, super exciting. But rollerblading, 
we need to we need to allow ourselves to to um, to push our own vision of what we want to be on blades and that's not an easy thing to do because we're so conditioned I'm guilty of it everyone we're we're allowing the outside world to influence what we want to do and that that's fine like to a certain extent it's fine because like as a young person starting to skate you want to learn the moves and you want to kind of learn the basics and you kind of have to learn how to skate fakey really well how to jump how to do some grinds how to do some airs learn how to 360 learn how to 540 like it's a long process but then at a certain point it's just like music you know like you learn your chords and you learn like you other people's music and you learn how to play an instrument and then once you've mastered that are you free to really like figure out what you're going to do with it and make it your own and let your the deepest part of your soul out through that medium so it's the same thing with blading but there's so much pressure on blading that and there's so much pressure to like skate a certain way or or yeah like do do certain tricks and we're very conditioned but as a whole like we need more people to allow their own vision to come forwards and it sounds like all hippie like oh allow your vision to come forwards all i'm saying is you need to you need to figure out how you want to skate and you need to figure out what excites you and what can you bring to the table what what do you feel like how do you feel about grabbing or not grabbing or how does it feel good to you to put your legs in the air when you spin or what grinds feel the best way to you and what do you think looks the best and what you know it sounds selfish it sounds like you're living in your head but when you're doing an art you kind of have to be selfish you have to kind of remove yourself from other people's opinions and remove yourself from just not allow that to like not try to please people you have you have to not your main goal can't be to please people you can't you don't want to be the crowd pleaser or you can but you have to please the crowd with what you want to be doing yeah I know it makes a lot of sense doesn't it Aubrey and it's really important rollerblading is really important <laughs> You have to take it really, really seriously. You can't be all silly, silly. You can't be silly when you're skating. No. It's a serious business. You have to do your shit proper. Yeah. You have to film with a really, 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 really nice camera. Do really good tricks. Oh, you're puking. Whoa. A waterfall of puke. That's not the first time a podcast guest has puked. Yeah, it is. And it's the first time a podcast guest has puked, like, without any reaction to it. It just comes out. There's no, like, upset. There's no embarrassed. There's, there's, it's like nothing happened. And just vomit is pouring out of your mouth. It's interesting. Having a little, a little person is pretty interesting. Yo, Kevin Dowling. I really want a podcast with Kevin Dowling. But I've been busy, but I still want, really want to. That's on my, my list of things Daddy wants to do. But all my free time has been taken to film for Big Wheels. 
that shit's gonna be hot. It's gonna be me, Joey, and Leon. And some of the tricks that have been filmed for it are really fucking awesome. Like those big wheels. Some stuff is harder. Like a lot of stuff is harder. Obviously, grinds are way harder. Um, but even like being higher off of the ground um, makes a lot of things harder. Like I find now when I put my aggressive skates on, certain things feel so easy. Like doing 540s, doing airs, it feels so much easier to control your body because you're like lower to the ground. But the big wheels for some of the rolling stuff, for some lines and some like just maneuvering, they're just unreal. And the energy transfer is ridiculous. They're, they use metal frames, which are so fucking solid. Ooh, I should, pardon my French, sorry. They're really solid and, um, yeah, like certain stuff just feels so powerful on them. So it's going to be a, I'm excited for the video too, because it'll be the whole video. Oh, it'll be the first whole video where we've really done it like in one technology like and, and a different technology than than we have it'll be really interesting i think that's one of the downfalls of being a pro is that it's like if you're a pro for a skate company you pretty much sign a contract to only skate those skates you know and that's fine because you get really used to the skates and if they're good skates then great they're good but uh it's so fun to try different setups. Like it's so interesting to experiment with different types of skating and how it feels. And I really find that it changes the way you use your aggressive skates because you realize kind of what make what sets them apart. And you put them on, and you're used to being a little bit higher off the ground, and suddenly you're like nice and low to the ground. And it's like whoa! Like I can really control certain things on these. They're much harder on the skates I've been trying. Um, and they, they just make you kind of experience skating in a different way. Like that is obviously gonna help your skating to just experience different skates. That makes a lot of sense, right? Is that really interesting? You are the worst podcast guest I have ever had on this show. You haven't said anything. Aubrey, when are you going to learn how to talk? You can't just go through life looking cute and having everything brought to you. No, you can't. It's not going to work forever, you silly goose. It's not going to work forever. You got to get a job. You got you got to get on social media. You got to get some money in the bank. Got to have savings. Got to have savings. You need an education. Do you have an education? You haven't even gone through kindergarten yet. You can't... No one's going to hire you if you haven't been to kindergarten. Like, you can't... <laughs> Got to get on it. Got to get on it. Yeah, I'll do it up. It's so interesting to think about what she's going to do. What, the, what are you going to be into? What kind of music are you going to like? What are you going to do for fun? Huh? You going to be a shot put champion? You going to be really into shot put? gonna be a bookworm you're gonna be a cheerleader oh you're gonna play the rattle that's pretty that's pretty good um what else did I want to talk about um, 
Okay, Dustin Latimer grinded a moving truck. <sighs> Just saying. I watched qu- we watched quality. Uh, uh, sorry, we watched Joey's edit that he made of Latimer in quality. That is a sweet edit. If you haven't seen it, search on Vimeo or YouTube. Dustin Latimer. It's an edit that Joey made. It's really sweet. Latimer was incredible, but yeah, he he royaled a truck while it was moving. Like, jeez. What's that? You silly! You're such a silly! I think we're we're in a transitionary period for rollerblading right now. It's it's a really interesting time. I, I, there's like a lot of turmoil within the sport. I think about about different technologies and about different styles of skating and about our identity like it, it's funny there's some drama going on like you have Julio tweeting that he didn't blade 20 years to start power blading or something I may be fucking that up I didn't even see the tweet I just heard about it so he may not have even said that but I know he said something to that effect and it's like really? You own a you own a boot company, and you don't want to make other types of of skates. Like you just want to make aggressive skates. Like rollerblading is it's 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 just putting wheels on your feet. It's just it's it's rolling down the street. It's rolling down the boardwalk. It's all the fucking same thing. And we need to stop acting like we're above wreck skating or that we don't want anything to do with it because that's such a mistake. You know, when rollerblading was big in the 90s, aggressive skating wasn't that big. It was rec skating that was huge, and the money trickled down into aggressive. Like, aggressive has always been a very niche thing, Like, and, and it's always going to be a, fu- a niche thing. It's hard to do. It's, it's, it's just something that's not going to appeal to a large amount of people. Like, it's painful. You fall on cement. You look like a dork for a while when you're learning how to do it. It's never, it's never going to be the thing that all the kids are into. It's just not. Like, you can go get a scooter for 50 bucks and instantly be ripping around and having fun. You, it, it costs like $400, $500 to get a good pair of skates. And you're probably going to get shit advice on what skates to get. And then skating's not even going to feel that good because someone said you should fucking skate anti-rocker. And you can't even roll properly. Excuse my French. But someone put you in a, a boot size that's too big and anti-rocker with long-ass frames. You're not going to fall in love with rollerblading. You, it takes a prime experience to get really hooked. Like, you need to experience having a pair of skates that fits, that fit you so well, and they're light, and they respond, and they slide good, and all the the wheels are good, and the bearings are good, and you, you have to experience that before you're going to fall in love with rollerblading. You can't expect someone to put on a shit pair of skates that doesn't fit, and them to be like, "Wow, this is so much fun." It doesn't work like that. You need the right gear, right? That's your first lesson. You gotta have the right gear, okay? That's very important. Right gear. And don't forget that there's infinite, infinite ways that you can fulfill yourself. I, in my early 20s, in my teenage years, 
I made the mistake of thinking that nothing could fulfill me the way role-playing could. And in a way, I was right, because nothing had fulfilled me in the way that role-playing did. But I thought that nothing else was out there that could do that same thing. And that's just simply not true. There's really an infinite number of ways that you can fulfill yourself in this life. There's there's so many different activities that might do it. There's there's You could get just really into talking to people. You could get really into just having conversations and that really could fulfill you in a very deep and, in, and, and interesting way. You could get into drawing, you could, get in, you could have a kid. Like, okay, case in point, having this little munchkin has fulfilled me in such an intense way, in such a different way than I ever have or I ever expected to be. Like, and in such an important way for me, like I am such an OCD like, I am so restless, and I'm so like, we've got to do this, we've got to do this, we've got to do this. And for a lot of things, obviously that's a good quality, but it's not always fun to exist like that in a, in a state of mind where you need to get shit done and you need to, like, be creative and, and, and all that shit to feel fulfilled. So, like, having a little weenie kind of forces you to, forced me to slow down and to spend a lot more time at home taking care of the baby and not spending every moment like, how can I take advantage of this? What can I create? What can I do? What, what can, how can I make some money? How can I have the best time right now? Like, it just, I was just forced to just take care of someone else, you know, and not be so selfish and, um, And it's kind of, it's, it's turned out to be a gift because it has just calmed me down and it just feels more pleasurable to exist in me. Like psychologically, I'm, I, like I'm still really motivated to film for Big Wheels and obviously do this podcast when I have some time and I'm really motivated to do a lot of things, but I don't feel the desperation that I used to and I don't feel the like, like, it's fine if I don't skate for a week or two. Like, it's it's not going to really... I'm at a point where it's not going to hurt my skating that much. Like, obviously, if I was skating more, yeah, maybe I would probably be a little bit better, if you know, if I was really well-oiled. But I can skate once a week or once every couple weeks and skate really well and do shit that I'm really excited about and, and really have... A lot of fun obviously that requires like some body maintenance and I need to like exercise like when I'm not skating like I'll try to there's a hill by my house and I I walk down it and then I run up it and then I walk down it and I do that three times and it's good because it doesn't take a lot of time I can blast it out in like 20 minutes 25 minutes and and then I'm home like you know it doesn't take as like I can't leave for like a long period of time usually because there's a baby and we also bought a house and shit's just been a lot going on here and I, like I haven't had a lot of free time and I, it, like it's been there's been times when I get resentful and it's painful but I'm realizing that it's just it's a really it's turning out to be such a good thing for me mentally to just think about someone else and like be forced to not do so much it's interesting 
and I'm grateful for it. And this little weenie has fulfilled me in such an interesting way. What was the point again? I started with um, that there's so many things that can fulfill you, but yeah, this is just one example. It's, is this little weenie. And, and role biting still fulfills me in its own unique way. But I don't, I'm not desperate, like I'm more than that now, in a way, which makes my experience of it more, more pure because it's not, I don't expect as much from it. I don't have like ridiculous expectations like I used to of, of myself and of how, like what I'm gonna get out of it or whatever. I just go do it and then it's it's just more a more relaxing experience almost which makes what I do in it better I think being having a relaxed attitude towards anything is the right attitude like being excited is good but you don't want to go into things saying to yourself like oh this is gonna be awesome I'm gonna skate so good I'm gonna do this so good I'm gonna be so happy I'm gonna be so talkative when I go to that party oh it's gonna be great or you know any kind of expectation like that it sets you up to not enjoy the moment as it is, as it happens. So it's a better way to approach things is to is to go into it without expectation, which is such a hard thing to do. That's such, I mean, it's such a simple concept, but very difficult to do, and, and I still do it to a certain extent, and everyone does it to an extent, um, but... If you could learn to not have any expectations for anything, that would be something that would improve your life. We got a sneak peek of the Balo video. Um, Leon brought a DVD from the premiere that they have in Calgary, and Joey watched it, and then I drove to his work and picked it up and watched it, and we were gonna do a podcast and we would have podcasted about it over Skype, but this little weenie kept getting out of bed. Didn't you? You didn't want to sleep that night. So you, you kept crying. She Every time I put her down, she'd start crying, so I couldn't do it that night. Um, and then, of course, Joy and I hung out, and we talked about it, and we were talking about it, and we kept saying, okay, stop talking about it, because we still want to podcast about it, but I just doubt that'll happen now because we talked about it we did talk about it a lot and the conversations were hilarious but I think if we tried to do a podcast about it now we would we would have to like have this kind of fake conversation where we like told each other things that we had already told each other so it would feel a little bit weird and okay yeah I, I yeah I think it's it's spoiled because the the beauty of that podcast would have been the initial comments about about it but um so the, the volo video um they they got music rights for all the music so they could sell it on itunes so the music isn't that great in other words like it's it's okay the music is okay it doesn't it's not painful to listen to like it it's not really bad but it doesn't add a lot to the skating like there's the, there's a pixies remix and it's decent but it would have been so much better if they could have just used the Pixies song you know little things like that but some of the skating's amazing um, I, I really love Franco Cam Camayo's skating Camayo Franco Camayo Camayo uh, 
some of the lines that he does is amazing. That dude is, has sick style. I love that he's sweaty and he has weird long hair. And there's just a, a passion that comes through his skating. You can just tell that he just loves to be Franco Camayo on blades. Like, he loves it. That dude is a, is a freaking superhero. Yeah, he's a superhero. Um, and it was really cool to see Latimer, I mean, sorry, Julio. Julio had the first section. And that's pretty badass, like, that the owner of the company has the first section. I think that says a lot about the, the, the passion that Julio has and the passion behind uh, Volo as a, as a company. And um, That's really... Yeah, that uh, it shows a lot of the, the dedication that they have. Um, Julio's first trick was a grabbed Machio to forwards. It was pretty sweet. Aubrey really liked it. Didn't you? Do you like grab Machio to forwards? Is it your favorite? Yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> That felt like like a like a half faking laugh, like I sort of laughed, but then in the, at the end I was like pushing it harder than it really was. Fake laughs are just no good. Gotta just learn to not laugh. If I don't actually think it's funny, don't laugh. Cause it's a gross feeling to fake laugh. It's no fun. Because you, you're like, okay, they, they, people around me know that this isn't real, that I don't actually think it's funny. So it's like double awkward because... You know. So I'm just not going to laugh. If I don't think it's funny, I'm not going to laugh. I'm not going to give you any pampering. You understand me? Nothing but real talk. Nothing but real talk. You're sneaky. Yeah, you're sneaky. Yeah. You're such a silly goose. Say something, you've been quiet this whole time! Yeah, say something. Say something. <laughs> you are not a very good podcast guest. You're like Joaquin Phoenix on David Letterman. It's a shame you couldn't show up today. Yeah. You're silly. <laughs> What else? What else, Aubrey? What else? You gonna play some some rattle for us? Play some rattle. Yeah, put the rattle in your mouth. There you go. Um, Volo video. Anything else to say about Volo? Um, Eric Bailey's section was amazing. I love Eric ba Eric Bailey's skating. It's so good he's always he's been so good for so long and he's like kind of older now and he's he just when i watch his skating the word that comes to mind is wise the dude is just wise with the tricks that he how he chooses to use the environment and how he chooses to use his skills like a lot of his tricks were super they seem super relaxed like but they were actually so they were really unique and innovative tricks on a really simple level like he did this line where he like rolled into this super steep bank and then hit 
another super steep bank and rode it fakey like into this tiny little transition and his feet were pretty much touching cement the whole time but it was so skillful and so dangerous um really sweet stuff do you like eric bailey um what else about velo it didn't make me want velos didn't work you guys tried but you didn't get me did ya nope don't want follows nope no nope um didn't do that um what else about velo it's very it seemed Volo to me and you know might not actually be like this but Volo seems like a very dogmatic kind of deal to me like Volo is a tribe within skating Volo and 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 a lot of the skate companies are tribes you know there's the SSM tribe the Shadow tribe the Volo tribe the Razors tribe um and they all seem to there there's like a certain it's like there's rules or guidelines within each tribe. Like, Matt Ledoux never got a pro skate from Volo. And that's because Matt Ledoux does not fit into the Volo tribe. They're, he doesn't follow the rules of their tribe. You know, he, he does hand plants. He does ungrabbed tricks. Um, and... And those are a couple, like there wasn't a single grab in the Volo video. I mean, sorry, there was a lot of grabs. There wasn't a single ham plan in the Volo video. Um, and I don't, there wasn't, I don't think there was any ungrab tricks. Like everything's grabbed. Like I'm, I may, I might be missing some examples, but there weren't any ham plans. And if there were, there wasn't a lot. And there wasn't a lot of ungrab tricks. Like, in the Volo tribe, you must grab your shit, and you must, and I don't think hand plants are really, like, permitted in the Volo tribe. There are people who do hand plants in Volos, but Volo, as a brand, is not promoting hand plants. They promote, like, fast, solid grinds uh, in the form of an Alex Broskow or... or you know, Victor Arias, Brandon Smith. They're about fast, relaxed um, tech, but not but basic tech. Like, you wouldn't see them do anything too crazy. Like, you wouldn't see them do, like, a 540 heel spin to true fish to, to 360 toe spin on the other foot to quick Macchio stall. Like, you wouldn't see a trick like... A, a tech trick like that. You would see more of a, a Soyal to alley-oop fish or an in-spin farve to a true acid or um, like a top sole to a quick backslide kick on a little ledge. Like shit like that. Tech in that way. Um, and wreck skating or power blading does not fit in with the Volo tribe. That is not what they are promoting the experience of roll biting be. They are, they are, I would go as far as saying that Volo is against power blading and against big wheels. And I say that because their owner, the guy who runs it, um, 
is negative about it, and they do not produce a power blade. Volo did not come out with a power blading setup. They are not interested in producing rec skates or speed skates or, or slalom skates. They are committed to being an aggressive brand only. And I think that's a mistake. They're not making as much money as they could. They are not helping role bidding as much as they think they are. Like they like they need to understand that rec skating is rollerblading. There's no distinction. I have I've gone over this. I've already said it. You know the you know the the routine, but. We have to get over it. We have to get over ourselves. Jeez, we're not that great. Like, we are elitists. Like, role bidders are such elitists. And we have to realize that, yeah, role bidding is awesome. It's great. It's, so, it's fun. It's awesome. I'm proud to be a role bidder. But it's not, like, superior to the rest of the world. And it's not, like, we're not superior to the person role bidding down the street or playing roller hockey or or fitness skating like just getting fit using the technology like it's all it all adds to the bucket of what we are and it all it all has its place and we need to support every avenue of skating every possible place where it's possible for someone to put skates on their feet why wouldn't we do what we can to promote that and to encourage that person to do that and make technology that makes the experience of doing that better so that they they put those things on and they're like, wow, this is fun. Like, I don't just want to put on skates when I play roller hockey. Like, I want to go skate in that bowl and stuff. Like, man, that would be amazing. Like, we have to produce the best roller hockey skates, the best. And when I say the best, I'm just saying, like, we need to make them comfortable as hell and 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 responsive and fast and smooth and we need to make that experience just glorious so once a person has it they're just like addicted to it and hooked and that is how you make rollerblading more popular and, and get more people into it and make it more accepted is just to make that experience as good as it can possible it, as good as it can possibly be and that is mainly done through the technology like yeah, it's also nice to have some friends around and it's and it's nice to have a culture where you can watch videos and get inspired to do certain things. All that adds to it, but primarily the technology needs to be incredible. It it needs to be worth $500 and worth someone saying getting hooked on it. Like we need to focus on that. Right, babe? Like by the time Aubrey is 5, I really hope that there's a skate I can get for her that I am confident that she is going to have the best experience possible with skating and something that makes it easier for her to learn how to skate and makes it feel more natural and more enjoyable. Um, I want her to have that experience so she realizes how fun it is and how much joy she can get out of it. Like, I don't care if she... I don't... I'm not... It would be cool if she was a role player, but I'll be accepting of whatever she wants to do. Like, I'll just encourage her to be passionate about something. And I will, I, I already have bought her rollerblades. 
and I will get her a scooter and I will get her lots of toys and lots of different things and let her, you know, choose what she's going to love to do. And it's important to me that she gets a fair trial, gives a fair chance to rollerblading. And, and I, I would love her to get addicted to it and to feel the, the joy that I feel just because I know how much happiness it's brought me in my life. But I know she'll find, she can find other things, but I want her and I want the children of the world to have the best inline skates. The, just, I want them to be great. And I worry that a lot of people involved with aggressive skating aren't that focused on the technology. They make hot looking colorways and make them look really good. You can do better. You can put more energy into that part and not so much energy into your team video. Um, if they, okay, this might be, a, people are gonna hate on this comment, but if Julio had put all the money that they spent on, on traveling and I don't know if they pay those people paying them and the the filming equipment and the DVD production and the editing time and in all those expenses if he had said no nope, not making a, a Volo video again people people know what's up whatever and instead they put all that time and money into making their product better into finding ways to produce better liners and better wheels and making a really good frame or making a really good liner what's the best way that we can make a liner that's going to make the skates more comfortable more light more responsive you know wouldn't that i think that would have been better a better way to spend your time as 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 a company but people want to live that life that rock star life where they're traveling around and we're pro bladers and we live the life and we get paid to skate and that's great like that seems like a lot of fun but you're not helping as much as you think you are it, there's better ways that you could help skating like i think there's a lot of selfishness there and i think there's a lot of ego going on where people want to prove how badass they are and live this life that they dreamed about when they were 16 getting paid to skate it's like yeah that's great but why don't you learn how to make skates and, or learn how to improve skates that would don't <clears throat> sit there and say that you're contributing so much we don't really need any more killing it rollerblading does not need more killing it we have enough killing it we have hours and hours on youtube of killing it we have endless we have Elliot and Shima and Haffy and Broskow and Sagona and Latimer and Josh Petty and all these sick dudes who all their sections are online. Do you really think rollerblading needs more sections? Do you think more sections are gonna get more people to try rollerblading at this point? No, we have enough content and I say this while I'm really passionate about producing more content <laughs> but we have enough content to if, if, if it's content that's going to push the sport then we have enough of it and we have thousands of hours of sick sick stylish controlled controlled did I just say controlled twice 
like amazing skating. So, like I'm not, I'm not saying people shouldn't skate, but put some time and money into making a hot skate. <laughs> Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Make us a good skate. We want a good skate. <laughs> yeah, we like skates. that's about it you know I'm really sorry people that Aubrey I don't know what was going on I don't know if you're stoned I don't know if you're just playing like a if this is performance art that you're doing by not talking on a podcast like is this supposed to be like funny or it's like a prank or something I don't know what's going on but I'm really to my listeners I apologize and this has been really embarrassing that I would bring someone on the podcast and they wouldn't even talk like that. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, but hopefully it wasn't too painful to listen to. I mean, if you're still listening, then I guess like no one's going to be listening to this, Aubrey. You didn't even talk. People you're like, whoa, Aubrey's on. And they're going to be like, she didn't even say anything. Like, do you realize the hate you're going to get on Roller News? They're gonna rip you to shreds. I have, I'm, I can't, I don't even think I should put this up. Your shirt says sweet as can be, but I think you could be a little bit sweeter.
chair. She said, get wild. I like it when you pull my hair. I gave her cream and rubbed it on her black boots. I see a packed house in different color body suits. I'm in the front row, chilling on the down low. Checking her dog style, she scoped her ass row. I'm from the back here, smooth with tons of grease. Denver in Texas and Cali on back to east. She hitting switches and why she make a new rise. Yo, baby, what's up? Don't crush it when you sit up on it. Yo, baby, what's up? Don't rush it when I sit up on it. Yo, baby, what's up? Don't crush it when you sit up on it. Yo, baby, what's up? Don't rush it when I sit up on it. Yo, baby, what's up? Don't crush it when you sit up on it. Yo, baby, what's up? Don't rush it when I sit up on it. It's three o'clock. The morning shift's about to come. Watching Gogi like this. That great honey ain't no slut. I guess my workout, my slickest hand from every angle. She's on the job right. Cutie pie, sip and tango. I got a pill for real. A hundred dollar bill. I'm coming straight up and not for a breakfast meal. This ain't no Burger King. This ain't no White Castle. Not like some ugly girls in Billings trying to give a hassle. I like the slot machine. Busting nuts mean. Slippery wet. Lubrication like Valvoline. I'm pulling nylon. You're dead of G to the side. Feeling soft flesh. I'm hard. I'ma let her ride. Jump up and down. Get live like House of Pain. Leaving them so wet. The silk with a tan stain. I reach a climax. She's happy with her orgasm. Go on, girl. What's that? What is it? What is it, you say? Yeah. You gotta say something. You gotta say something. Say something. Say, I love you. I love you. I love you. You gotta say something, you silly. Say something. <laughs> say something. Say dada. 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 Okay, say hi. 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 Worst podcast. <laughs>